0: Every, everyone's doing. It. How's everyone doing? The old Lockdown situation. With? Richard, how are you hanging in there?
1: Oh, fine. It's uh, it's getting a little old, but um, we're we're in the midst of uh, planning a move back to Chicago here, so we're gonna have to move in the middle of all this in about three weeks. So Ouch. it's stressful.
0: Ouch. jeez, yeah. that's, that's not good. Uh, and of course, the, the the lovely Canadians who are really on top of stuff as they always are. How are you doing up there in Canada, John?
2: Oh, we're doing good up here. Um, you know, same as everyone else. You know, I'm uh, I'm working from home right now, um, and uh, it's been a a change, um, but it's it's going good. You know, I'm lucky that my job affords you know to allow me to to work from home, and uh, I'm finding I'm I'm busier than I was when I was actually out on the road. So it's kind of interesting that, but but uh, can't complain too much. It's been going pretty good, and today is actually the nicest day so far we've had this year. So. Weather-wise, it's, uh, it's feeling like summer now. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, great. That's
0: very... Well, listeners, if anyone hasn't gathered by now, I've been joined by two special guests this week. Actually, I haven't got my usual crew with me. I've decided to mix things up a little bit this week, and uh, I'm joined this week by Young John Atkin, who is a, the host and runner of He-Man World, the, the Canadian He-Man website. And how, how are you doing today, John?
2: I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for asking.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I finally get you on the show. I've been trying to get you on the show for a little while, so I said, better. Now's as good a chance as any because our special guests, you know, way back in 1986, I'm going to say 1986, Richard. Yeah.
1: About yeah, 1986,
0: right. you saw a TV commercial on the TV and you saw that, oh, they're making a He-Man movie, a live action He-Man movie <laughs> with a dude with an amazing mullet. So you you had to get on that. And uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and you won that competition to be in the Master of the Universe movie, and as we now all know, we know you to be the very famous character which is, of course, Richard.
1: Ah, uh, Pig Boy, yes. <laughs>
0: so yes, listeners, we have Richard Sponder on the podcast today. I pronounced that name right, did I get that pronunciation right?
1: You did. Thank you.
0: Oh, brilliant! Thank you. Go. I, I, I'm all right. I know my accent's a bit heavy-handed, but I can get the uh, pronunciation. I had good elocution classes when I was a kid. But yes, uh, so way back in 1906, you won a competition, Richard. Uh, and uh, you know, everyone's always been fascinated by that little that little pig character that that's going through this. It's it's this great little scene because it reminds us, I think, a little bit of the kind of the background characters you kind of see in Star Wars that become quite infamous. You know, in Star Wars you got these background characters. Well, I think for Masses of the Universe, you were the background essentially, Richard. You were the Boba Fett of Masses of the Universe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. <laughs>
0: or the yeah. Reys, or the Dengar, slightly off cream, but. <laughs> you know at least you were center frame prol Dengar, he didn't even make it to the white screen you know he gets he gets cut off doesn't he dengar at the end and uh, but yeah so i mean you had this amazing amazing experience so tell us richard you were what age were you at this stage what seven
1: uh 8 years old you were eight... 8 years old when uh when the filming took place yeah
0: mhm wow so tell us so you were you were at home tele- watching television you were watching your he-man tv show was it after school what was it
1: I don't remember exactly when, but uh, I saw a television commercial you know, for, for the toys like they used to air, and, and uh, I think it was at the end of a commercial, or maybe it was its own commercial, um, they talked about a, a sweepstakes where you, know, you would go to Toys R Us and uh, ask for the little form to fill out. And you know, mail it, mail it away, and you could win a, a part uh, in the movie. So um, I, I went. My mom took me to Toys R Us and picked up the form, mailed it away, and I guess the rest is history. There,
0: did they mm-hmm. did they specify to you what character you, you did? What what, what the, Can you remember what the paper? Do you, do you, do you still have that paperwork by the
1: I actually just recently got a copy of the, the form oh, um, really cool. again. I, I hadn't seen one in years, and uh, I did a, a video interview um, last year for a Facebook group, and as a, as a thank you, the, uh, the site moderator sent me a blank form, so I actually <gasps> fra- framed up. It's, it's amazing. Oh,
2: oh brilliant.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah. so actually have I have one of those I have one of those forms and uh no, you know, I I don't even remember finding out what exactly I was gonna be doing until we arrived out in California. There was no there was no indication until we got there what I was gonna be doing. I think the assumption was always some, you know, simple Walk on type, you know, uh, you know, brief walk on in a in a Earth scene or something like that, right? I I remember not even knowing until we got there that it was going to be this whole elaborate costume and mask and makeup and and all that. But yeah, going into it had no had no clue. It was way more elaborate than we expected.
0: <laughs> that must have been an amazing
1: surprise. That
0: must have been mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant, John.
2: Yeah, no, it's. Uh... It's pretty crazy that, and you know, watching the film too. One thing I did notice was you don't you don't really see any kids in the film, do you? Like in any of the Earth scenes, um, a lot of it's at nighttime, and it's these empty streets in a small California town. You don't really see any uh, any kids or really any people in a lot of those shots. Well, you got that couple making out in the
0: car that Teela was gawking at.
2: You do have that at the start of the film, yeah. And there's a few uh, scenes at uh, I think the school. You see uh, fire trucks and stuff outside, but really it's uh, it's kind of a ghost town when you watch the film. And uh, so I, my understanding, Richard, I, I could be wrong here, but I think they were finished uh, with filming all the Earth scenes when you did arrive at set. They were finishing up on the uh, just on the Castle Grayskull scenes
1: yeah i think i i think i had heard that i know um you know i've heard i've heard Gary Goddard say several times that um you know they, they weren't quite sure what to do with me. Right. That's um, that there. I, I think that sounded like there wasn't a whole lot of collaboration maybe between the contest and the the filmmakers. Right. And so, um, you know, here comes this kid that I think they were legally obligated to, to somehow place into the film. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it worked out. It worked out really cool. Um, you know, I I I was never too wild about the 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 pig boy name. <laughs> um, I, I didn't know really about that until um, until I saw the credits of the movie. Cause <laughs> my my character actually had a name. I remember you know when I first saw the drawing uh, of what I was going to look like, and the character had a name, which I remembered Mata Shai. And I want to say it was maybe two two years ago now um Gary Goddard was at at some type of a convention flipping through some artwork and and found a reproduction of that drawing and and sent it to me. Mm-hmm. And It confirmed what I remembered. I actually had a uh, actually had a real character name, but then you know uh, up came the credits at the end of the movie oh. and there was there was Pig Boy, which I thought was <laughs> the first time I had seen it. But mm-hmm. recently, uh, actually getting ready for this this move, I was digging through a drawer and I found an a- autograph book that I used to carry around with me on that whole trip. So anytime I could, I would get an autograph from somebody on the set. And I have Gary Goddard's autograph. And there in the autograph book, it says something like, you know, to our, our little pig boy. <laughs> so actually, the, 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 the credits were not the first time that word appeared. It was when I got his autograph on the set. So I should have known.
0: It would have been very curious to know what your actual, what what the other name they had in mind for, because, you know, they were probably, would, would have been quite Star Warsy or something like that, something I'd imagine, you know.
2: And that's very much like Star Wars, too, you know, you'll get these characters that have these names like Hammerhead, you know, and then <laughs> you pick your bio, though, and then they've got some really cool, you know, sounding alien name or whatever. And I guess it's the same with Pig Boy, too, you know, it's it's the description, he looks like a pig boy, but he's got this name, uh, you know, Metashay or Metishe, however you pronounce it. And uh, yeah, I just to me that flushes out the character a lot more. And if I'm not mistaken, the character was designed by William Stout, was he not? Yes, I believe yeah. so. I believe so. You
0: all, in all um, we've got some uh, some nice photographs here, which we'll be posting on the on the Facebook group, Battlecast Facebook group, listeners. So go on there. We've got a whole lovely some nice nice pictures that uh, John has kindly sent over. And Richard, so they... um. So, so when you arrived on, oh, well, for starters, anyway, what happened? What was your reaction when you found out you won? How how did you how did you find out you won?
1: Yeah, there were some there were some phone calls um, prior to to us finding out, prior to my family finding out. I remember one evening we were having dinner and a call came in. Uh, from someone, and uh, my parents took the call. And initially, they they called to say that I was a finalist. So I, I hadn't actually won yet. Oh. Uh, they called that I was a finalist and that they needed to send some paperwork. And I'm sure it was, you know, I, I don't know what it was, authorizations or something. But uh, they sent some paperwork via FedEx, and my parents filled that out, sent it back, and I can't remember exactly how much time passed. But then there was another phone call um, announcing that i had actually uh won at that point so there was a lot of anticipation in that in-, in between period and wondering you know what was actually what was actually going on but yeah then the call came through that i that I actually did win
0: wow you must have lost your mind
1: what, <laughs> what, what,
0: what, you are you were big into he-man at the time i guess you were like you
1: had that oh yeah yeah, absolutely, absolutely,
0: for years, for years. So you, 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 you must have lost your little, little mind at that. So how long was the – so you got your phone call. How long then was the, mm-hmm. the wait time then from getting your phone call to actually get going on? It's like, okay, you know, we're now going to – so did, did they fly you out to California? Because you were in Ch- – so where are you
1: now? Where were you? Yeah, I'm in mean, Houston. Houston now. I yeah. uh, lived in Chicago at the time. At the time, Yeah, Chicago. yeah. Um, and I'm trying to remember how much I, I don't exactly remember when it all how much time passed. I do remember the trip was scheduled uh, a couple different times and and got postponed. Mm-hmm. So we actually had to rearrange things a few times. I remember being really, really disappointed because uh, the mm-hmm. the trip kept getting postponed. and And finally, when we did get to go, uh, we were at the airport and uh, arrived to find out our flights had been canceled. So oh. uh, there was a e- even even at the very last minute as we were, at the airport, getting ready to go, there was still still some hurdles to get over, but oh. got on a different airline and ended up getting out to getting out to Los Angeles. Um, but yeah, the the, the trip to get postponed a couple of times.
0: Oh, I guess that's indicative of, of just filming in general and stuff. Like, cause uh, John, at this stage, no, in your opinion, how far into the filming do you think Richard? ended up on set, Would you, do you think that was near to the end of the filming, or kind of in the middle because if you look at the photographs, it looks like they were right you know, are you, are you from what your comment earlier, it sounds like you're saying that they filmed all the Earth scenes first, and then went back to the the Grayskull scenes, or, or what What do you know about that?
2: Yeah, from from what I can tell, it was uh, the very end of the film um, and you've heard stories before from uh, Gary as well, like they basically stopped filming uh, when they were doing the sword fight there Um But on a big production like that, they would try to wrap up all those scenes in Skull around the same time because it just costs too much money to close up the set and then, you know, film Earth and then go back. It just doesn't make sense. Right. So, yeah. yeah, So from what I've heard um, from this in the past is that, yeah, this was right at the very tail end of filming. And that makes sense, too, if Richard had uh, his uh, appointments canceled a few times to go there. uh, It's because they were they were getting to this part at the end. And uh, it's interesting that too, Richard, because it sounds like you know, uh, the director, they knew about the contest, but it's kind of like it was on in the back of their mind, so they kind of forgot about it. And then when you show it up, it's like, well, you know, this this is what we got left as a Grayskull scene, so we got to fit you in there somewhere. And honestly, as a kid, I I can't imagine being more happy uh, doing something like that, like a, a boring. Seeing you know, as an extra on Earth is kind of boring, but getting dressed. Yeah, on, who
0: wants to be a kid just, on? Who wants to be kid uh, in right? that movie? You want to be a beastie.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I
1: I, I remember being very surprised years later hearing about, um, you know, the, the 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 fact that they weren't quite sure what to do with me, because um, certainly when we got there, there was there was absolutely no indication. I mean, we were. We had itineraries every day and we were you know whisked around and and uh, i had to be actually in school while i was there on set as well so there was never any indication back then i remember being shocked um years later to learn about you know some of the problems around the film and the filming etc but um certainly when we were there it was uh you know we were we were treated uh given the the you know royalty treatment while we were there
2: Right. And they actually they actually had you uh in school, you said while you were there, uh, a private tutor. Um was that I guess mandatory by the Actors Guild or something that you'd be taught while you were on set?
1: Yeah, I can't I can't remember exactly why um or,
2: or how that came to be. I, I remember
1: um I, I did know that going into it because my, my I was in I was in the third grade and my teacher uh had to prepare, you know, plans for me to work with this work with this tutor. Um, on site all day, um, and it was a it was a full you know school day, one on one you know with the with the tutor the entire time, and, and I remember uh, just being absolutely annoyed by that. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean here I am in in you know in, in California on a on a movie set, and I'm sitting in uh, in school all day with a tutor.
0: Dear Lord, that's a, that's, that's, that's that's a <laughs> bit that's a bit much, isn't it? was like, I mean, how <laughs> how long were you um how long were you how long were you out in California for for the whole thing
1: then? we were out there for nine days in total so um i i, I wow. don't remember the exact days it probably was a, a full week with two two weekends and you know they 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 sent us all over the place while we were out there we got to go to you know disneyland and uh you know toured toured all over all over southern california while wow. we were there it was nice wow. they sent us everywhere and and so mm-hmm so I'm, I'm
0: I'm trying to do it in like some sort of a chronological order here, so you kind of so you you you, you got your flight you the, the flight had been reconnected you you reconnected so you were you a day lace or
1: no we actually we actually did arrive the same day we were supposed to okay, um good. and uh one of the things I remember uh th- there was a there was a dinner i think with some mattel executives the first the first night we were out in in California and uh, I remember being just half asleep at this this restaurant. Um, and, and there's two two things I, I it's funny the things you remember there's two things I remember. I remember ordering duck, which I had never eaten a duck in my life. Why and, did you order duck? What kid I orders don't duck? Know. I I think it's just it was it was one of those things like I had never even heard of anyone eating duck, right? So I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna try that. Okay. And this like two two tiered tray came out with, you know, like two tiers of duck on it. And then, and uh the wow. other thing is the the waiter the waiter dropped a tray of ice water glasses on my sister who was 3 years younger than me so a 5 year old uh I remember those two things about our first night: is this giant platter of duck that I had to eat, and uh, and the and the, the server dropping the ice water glasses all over us.
0: And of course, your sister went with you, didn't she? She went out there as well, didn't she?
1: Yeah, my whole family went: my mom, my dad, um, my sister, and I. We were all we were all there for the full time. We were we stayed at a hotel. They put us up in a hotel called the Westwood Marquee, and I'm sure it's something now. I, I don't know what it is now, but. We were in a, a penthouse on the top floor of the oh, Westwood wow. Marquee. It had two, two bedrooms, multiple bathrooms, and I remember there being a telephone in the bathroom. That was, like, that was the coolest thing. Uh,
0: <laughs> absolutely brilliant. So, so, right. And then, so we'll see then you arrived. We'll, whatever, whatever, it doesn't matter what day it is, Random, but you, you arrived. And then, so uh, your first day then, you are called to the set yeah yeah so what what, tell tell us about that first day or whatever you can remember we obviously completely understand now richard i'm asking you (laughs) quite questions that rack in your brain so just as a caveat just in brackets after every sentence of what you can remember
1: right right now actually you know what was what was really nice is uh you know they had a they had a photographer document most everything um you know the entire time we were there there was a photographer with us taking lots of pictures and so um there are a lot of memories, and my my dad took a lot of photos too. Now he was only allowed to take, you know, photos, you know, off set and, yeah. and in, in other areas. But between between all the the my dad and the photographer, there's a lot of a lot of uh, things that you know help me help me remember. I do remember the first the first day on set was just a lot of introductions and a lot of offices. You know, meeting I don't know producers. I would imagine and different people involved. With the film, but I do remember meeting Dolph Lundgren on the on the very first Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was actually one of the first one of the first people that we we met. And there's uh, there's some very awkward photos um John's probably got them. Yeah, no, uh, we're but, uh, we're we're
0: we're looking at them now. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> there's like a hallway, there's a hallway scene um where you know we're we're just kind of having these introductions and he's there in kind of this red jumper thing. But yeah, some very awkward awkward family family Yeah, hey, yes, photos. he's, in, he's but... in his
0: red robe. He's in his red uh, mm-hmm. red, red robe and he's got his yeah. uh, he's got his big chest out and, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I mean, after, yeah. As, as we can all surmise, John, and as as we've got now, it's one thing. I mean, it's one of the things I'd love to speak to to Dolph Lundgren and be you know quite candid because you know he laughed and often, often admitted himself that he was a proper piece of meat on this movie. The poor guy didn't really he was a bit, he was a bit clueless, because he was he basically agreed to playing this role because he, at the time Grace Jones, when I mean, he was dating, was like, no, no, you should take it, you should take it, you should take it, and she okay, that, that that's what I understand that it was kind of Grace Jones who kind of encouraged him to do it, and I'm I don't, you know I'm glad I'm glad he did not so like that, but. You know, obviously this is his, this is his first kind of speaking role, and the poor guy's. You know, he's really in over his head kind of a thing. And you, you know, you you to do some interviews, and you also get get get. Um, and you look at these photos from Richard then, and, and you do look at Dob's face. Dob does have this kind of slightly <laughs> bewildered look in all of his pages. Yeah, this is me. a
2: little bit of a deer uh, caught in the headlights look there. And a few <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. But that, that's really cool. You got to got to meet him on the on the first day. So um. You, you 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 got to meet John with, and this was all behind scenes. Where was this, John? Where where would have just been filmed now, John?
2: Oh, uh, the shots there where Dolph is uh, well that would definitely be at the uh, the set there, right, Richard, at the Grayskull set? Um where, yeah, uh, I'm not sure which, which
1: pictures shots? I'm not sure which pictures you're looking at. Yeah, there there's there's some that I've got where, like kind of a hallway in the executive offices that were that were on set there, but then, um, but yeah, some of them, some of them were also on set as well.
2: Now looking at the photos there, Richard, I, there's a a lot that are are color photos and then there's a lot that are black and white. Did your dad take those black and white shots or were those taken by the studio? No,
1: the studio took the black and white, uh, pictures as well. Yeah. I'm not sure, Mm -hmm. you know, what the, uh, you know, what the logic was there and some, some in color, some in black and white, but they did, uh, they did all those as well.
0: Could it be a licensing thing as well, John? You know, they could have had licensing it, uh, issues oh. as well. I've just uh, put the... Uh, if you want to look at your chat there, Richard, I've just put that particular picture of... You. I'm assuming you and your family and you in full outfit...
1: Oh yeah, that that's a great that's a great picture. Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely on the on the set, and that would have been one of our last days. Ah, Um, right. And and I believe if I'm I'm trying to remember, I believe that was post that was post filming, so that was afterward, right? um, After we were finished filming, yeah.
2: Okay. Now you said your your sister was three years younger than you. What did she think of uh, you in the costume when she saw you?
1: <laughs> there's uh there's there's another great picture um of uh I, I don't remember her reaction I- exactly. I know she had a good time. Um you know Mattel Mattel loaded us both up with uh with with toys. Um I think I've I've talked about before how they gave me they gave me a list at the time of every Masters of the Universe toy and had me check off all the ones that I had and and later on they sent me everything that I didn't have which wow. was uh, at, you know for for a kid at the time that was as great as as the whole experience of of filming but uh, you know Gosh. they they lo- they loaded her up with uh, with toys as well actually she's just carrying a doll in a lot of the in a lot of the pictures mm-hmm. and that was one of the I forget that was some new new doll line that was Coming out, so so she had a really good time as well. They, he, he, they were they they kept us, uh, yeah, very happy while he, we were there.
0: Again, you can you can you can see in the picture there that uh, I've, I've just just copied over there. You're there yourself and your little sister with blade without his yeah. eye patch, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> without his eye patch. Right, so right, so you, you you have that first day. You're walking around, You're introduced to Dolphin. I think I think I have seen that picture of Dolphin in in like some sort of a ridiculously small top. Uh, he was because he he, blew, he he was substantially bigger than he was as uh, Ivan Drago. So in fairness, to Dolph he, he packed it on, man, for that one. Um, but uh, I I think I recognize that picture. So on your first date, and you're introduced to Dolphin, What 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 was what was involved in the, on the first date, and just kind of walking around? Did you did you make it onto set within the first day?
1: I think we did. I I, I think we did. I, it's it's hard to it's hard to remember, uh, but I do think we got to see the set. We got a tour. Uh, that very first day. That was the
0: set, right? It, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: We I remember I remember touring that touring that set, and then also the I remember seeing kind of the control the control room um, set where uh, you know where they're where they uh, the Evil Lynn is is you know trying to identify where they've gone on Earth and, and homes and there's kind of that control room area. I remember seeing that set as well, but I don't have any pictures of that.
0: The pictures we have here are uh, well. I'll, I'll keep I'll keep dropping them over. You got there's there's really amazing ones here, but I don't want to I don't want to get you into 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 any costume. So, we have a lovely one here. It's absolutely adorable. It's you and Eva Lynn and the lovely 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 Meg Foster. And uh, she's she's got this beautiful smile and she's looking right down at you and you're smiling over. You got, <laughs> you, got you got you got a funky little helmet on you, and uh, and you've oh you've even got your uh, your um, chair as well with your name
1: on it. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was probably those are some of my best memories. I think of of uh, meeting Meg Foster. So e- Evelyn was was my favorite character um, of all time in, oh, wow, in Masters cool. of the Universe. Yeah, yeah, always my favorite figure. I loved that she was yellow, and I've just I've always really loved a, a great evil, you know, villainess. I still to this day. Um, you know, collect artwork of you know the Disney villains, and just I, I love love that that idea of a, an evil, you know, villainess. And so uh, I just remember being in absolute um, awe meeting her. I mean, it you, looks it. Pictures, you were very yeah. enamored with her. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah, I, I, I loved it. And uh, in fact, um, to 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 have uh, kind of been. Reunited with her, I guess it was back in 2012, John. That's probably the last time I saw you um, at PowerCon um, uh, when we did that uh, that that um, discussion. And uh, when I when I met her again, that was that was the driving oh, yes, force to, to get me them. out
2: there. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Um, September uh, 2012, and uh, it was Meg Foster. Uh, Anthony DeLongis was there. Uh, Gary, the director and yourself yeah yeah yeah
1: and she didn't remember me then but i had brought some pictures along to to have signed um and uh and and showed her those uh showed her those pictures and and uh, yeah i just i remember you know loving everything about her and she was she was so so kind to me and to my family and just spent so much time with us she was just really really and sweet
0: quite beautiful too as well quite, quite, quite striking with that great makeup she has and those <laughs> amazing eyes she has there's, 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 there's very few women out, out there with eyes like that, um, that I've, al- I've always felt that Alec- that Alexandra Daddario girl from True Detective she's got sort of those kinds of very kind of pale so pale weird. blue eyes and I'm like get her for <laughs> Evelyn please get her for Evelyn please I want that, I want that <laughs> Sort of the same thing again and she's there in full outfit as well and what's that helmet you're wearing What's the little helmet you're wearing there. Again, um, it's it's in the chat window there. If you want to see it, John, start, Richard.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to zoom in on that. I, I think that's actually um I I want to say is that my uh it might be my uh it might be my costume helmet if I'm ah uh, yes I know, oh yeah that's
2: might, the yeah it is
1: yeah that's I contract, might be I don't know if thanks. I'm misremembering that um but but yeah I think it's the costume helmet but. But it's weird because i I think that was before filming, so why I would be allowed to wear that around um I don't know, but i but I think that is the the costume helmet
2: it is, yeah, it is the costume helmet, and uh, uh looking at the pictures, I can tell they added like a little bit of tape or something to the bottom of the helmet when you're in costume and uh, the hood over it, and uh, it's interesting looking at it too. I kind of wonder if it's like a helmet that they made on set or if it was uh you know, uh, maybe a toy helmet that they they did up. You know, something from Toys R Us or something.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's interesting. That's that's the only piece of the costume that I actually don't have. I have the costumes. Uh-huh. Hey, um, really? Hmm. Yeah, I asked for it at the end of the at the end of the filming. We asked for it, and they told me no, I couldn't have it. And I don't know if it was weeks or months later um, after getting after getting back home, a box yeah, showed up at the house, and inside was my was my costume. So uh, yeah, actually I actually have the the costume, but the helmet was not was not in there, so I don't know
0: where yeah, that ended up. Yeah, and we, we we got a great picture of you here, also as well, holding the 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 infamous laser rifle. Uh, that, that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was the picture they ended up using in the Masters of the Universe magazine article, which ah, was awesome. Yeah, that's mm-hmm.
0: that's like, how heavy was that then? Can you?
1: Ah, that's a stupid. That's, that's a ridiculous being... question
0: to ask of someone thirty years ago. <laughs> Can you no, remember the weight no. of this? <laughs>
1: I actually do remember those things were those things were really light the 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 rifles were really light now the swords were incredibly heavy um there's a there's a cool picture that uh, I sadly I don't even remember taking but sitting on the throne in Grayskull with uh with all of the the villains uh beside me and I'm holding up a sword and I remember the swords being really really heavy but the rifles being like foam you know like super light did you get to hold the, the the sword of power I don't think so. Um, I don't know what sword I'm holding in the... In the um, yeah, that's the one I was, I was holding around there. Yeah, you're
0: there between two uh, commandos. You're between the kind of yeah. the, the commando guy and then the, kind of the standard bearer guy, the two different kinds of warriors, that they, the troops that they have. You can really see the lovely details on that armor there. They, cause as far as I'm aware, John, this armor wasn't meant to be black. It was meant to be kind of a gray, dark silver, and then at the last minute they, they painted them all black.
2: It's... yeah that's my understanding is uh, they decided they were going to spray paint them black which kind of gives them a little bit of a Darth Vader
0: yeah I didn't like that they should have gone with lot. silver yeah. man because you could see all those love because there's, there's a lot it's just it's one of those movies that you, you you see it again with all the rise and stuff like that and you, you notice some of the details and then there's a friend of ours on Facebook as well Martin Ruffair Rough, mm-hmm. rough, I can never pronounce his last name. He's a German guy. He's Everyone knows him. He's been at Power Con and stuff like that. But he's he's got most of the props, Richard. He's got not most of the props. He's got quite a lot. Like, he's got Skeletor's full outfit, He-Man's full outfit, a couple of these commandos, Beast Man, and he's even got the Skeletor's big airship thingy.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah, That's amazing. It's, it's That's pr- amazing. Yeah,
0: it's a pretty impressive collection, man. It really is. Oh, he's got Man at Arms weapons and stuff like that as well. And... um it's really great because about about six months ago, before the dark times, <laughs> 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 before the dark times, here in South my my city of Southampton, they um uh, did, did well, a, a, a choice a choice thing where it's like people choose what movie they want and everyone chose masses so they put on masses of the universe, and I had not seen masses of the universe on the big screen. My my partner Ali, she'd never seen it at all ever and i hadn 't seen it in, i hadn 't seen it in, in a few years I, I kind of stick it on ever so often kind of a thing because I, I, I love the movie but i 'm also i also I. I have a slight hate for it as well—not a hate for it, but it's kind of like, ah, oh, why did you do that? What? What did you do? That? <laughs> and it's like, and, and years later, you do—you you hear all the answers. That's exactly why. But there's still some yeah. questions to this day that was, still, why did you do that and not do that if you had this thing? But, like, 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 like we've we've seen in Electric Boogaloo documentary, Gary was, or the director was in an awful tizzy altogether with uh, with canon Films pulling the plug and things like that. But. The point was, I had never seen the movie in a, in the cinema since I was a boy. And to see this movie on the big screen with a bunch of like-minded people, and, and the theatre, in fairness, I'm not going to lie, it was two-thirds full. That's really impressive for them. Because the, the week before that, they did uh, The Unforgiven, and that got no one. Uh, a few a few weeks before that, they did The Lost Boys. That did very well. And Massive Numerous was the other one that did, that did very well for them. And it was just such an amazing time to be in the cinema it was one of the probably one of the most fun times I've had in the cinema it was up there for me with Avengers and I know that sounds silly wow. but to be just in the cinema and hearing everyone's reaction to Gildor going moo and you know all these other, these other little and it, there's some there's a real warmth to the movie that is just it's just charming it's it's, it's it's just I absolutely had a wonderful and, and my girlfriend absolutely loved it as well. Well, maybe absolutely loved it as a slight exaggeration. She really enjoyed it. She she was like, Oh no, 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 no. But it's it's one of those movies that it's it's it feels and looks like a massive Star Wars level movie, but then we see what the actual movie is. But it just has that presentation of being such a big event. Because they put so much work into all the pre-production stuff, like the costumes and the art and all, all these things. The I've said it before many times. The amount of art produced for this movie you could make a book from if you managed to get all the art and things. Like that. And some epic mm. pieces. You know, uh, I, I own one of the the, the background uh, prelim paintings. So I do. My friend Emiliano owns own, owns quite a few from Claudio Mazzoli as well. And we're talking like pieces of artwork that are like a couple of feet long. They are massive. Like there's some grayscale stuff. This just they were aiming high for this movie, weren't they, John?
2: Oh, they totally were, and uh, it's amazing the the amount of talent uh, behind the film. Uh, you know, especially William Stout and all the other artists that that the he guy put from Poltergeist, the to... guy from yeah. Star
0: Wars, did some of the effects. Yeah. You know, it's some some amazing talent in there. Written by David Adele, who wrote the the Dark Crystal. You know, it's just oh and yeah, I mean, you just always wonder what would happen if canon didn't pull out. They're 50%. What, what, what would we have gotten?
2: Well, I always wondered, you know, what kind of a film it would have been if uh, another studio like uh, Warner Brothers at the time had done it. You know, um, I think it could have really been more at the uh, Star Wars level with the special effects and whatnot. Uh, but Canon Films was notorious for being cheap skates and they diverted funds from uh, the Superman sequel into the He-Man movie and vice versa. And uh,
0: <laughs> poor <you> Superman.
2: <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of shady uh, dealings going on, and again, you mentioned the canon documentary, uh, Electric Boogaloo, which and, is on uh, Netflix, folks. Yeah, you
0: gotta yeah. watch. Have you seen it, Richard?
1: I haven't. I, I'm I'm probably gonna uh, go check that out, though. Oh, Absolutely. Oh, you have to, man. It's
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. it's it's when gangsters make movies. Cut long story short, basically, and John can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you had an independent gangster movie studio. They decided they're gonna get some big movie licenses to be taken a lot more seriously. And and of course their their appeal wasn't that, John, was that they basically allowed directors to do whatever the hell they wanted, and that was their big appeal. Oh was, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you know, that's why Christopher Reeves decided to work with them and that's why, you know, Gary and and and, and Mattel decided to work with them because basically they could do whatever they wanted. And and of course, you know they said oh we've got two big massive licenses of course Mass Universe was like the biggest brand at the time you know and, and then Superman was trying to rein, reinvigor itself with a fourth movie because the third one didn't do that well and he even convinced Gene Hackman and, 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 and Marco Kidder and everyone to come back to that turkey of a movie it is it is <laughs> it is it, I mean Mass Universe came out of that one out of those two Mass Universe definitely comes out better than, than Superman I think because at least oh. the effects okay. in Masters are consistent
2: Yes, the effects are very consistent, and uh, it's definitely aged a lot better than Superman 4, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, Canon Films, um, just going back to Superman 4 there, yeah, they were able to get a lot of the talent back, but I think that had a lot more to do with Christopher Reeve uh, than any of the, uh, the the talent at Canon. No. Uh, uh. You know, getting Gene Hackman and um, uh, Lois Lane, what's her name? Mar- 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 Margot Margot
0: yeah, they got Everyone back. No, and Richard, you you have to check it out, man. It's 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 quite funny because because you know you you you're you're there in the middle of all this. You're and you you get mentioned, I believe, in in the documentary. Oh, wow. Does he does he, John? Are, they mention like having. Yeah, old...
2: I think you. Yeah, I think you do. It's been a while. I I, I actually got to see. Um... I was invited to the premiere in L.A., so I actually flew out to see that documentary uh, uh, when Brett Ratner was uh, showcasing it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Richard, I think you are mentioned, or the contest, anyways, is mentioned in it. Then, wow, yeah, I yeah, will definitely check that out. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it's 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 they were I, I think they were a little bit uh, annoyed, but trying to get some kid on there and things. It's it, they allude to this kind of a thing, but you hear the whole corporate story of it and just oh, the gangsterism. But back to you, Richard. So. Because I'm just trying to just trying to try I'm trying to probe away I probe away at you here, trying to get some good old little bits so you can see if you can remember. Now, you you you. So the first person you met was of course Dolph Lundgren. And it, I mean, what, what was it like meeting Dolph? What, did he did he speak? To, what did he speak to you? What was he? What was he so I've met Dolph Lundgren myself once. I, it took me a while to get a reaction out of him, but I eventually did actually get a giggle out of him. So no that was good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I honestly I think I think I just remember being in, in awe. I'm I'm kind of a quiet person I've always been to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. And and so I was uh I, I do remember being surrounded by big loud personalities. So there was probably very little uh you know, any very little conversation on, on my part uh at the time. I, I do remember just being completely and totally overwhelmed, right? Here's this here's this uh Chicago suburban family of four. Um, you know, d- d- uh my, my parents are both teachers, right? And we're dropped now in the middle of in the middle of uh Hollywood, surrounded by Hollywood uh you know, huge personalities. So I know we were all a little bit overwhelmed, especially on, on uh day one. Yeah. Um, but I, I do remember thinking, wow, he looks just like E Man. Yeah, and and I was, I was about, about to ask
0: yeah. that. did he did, did he feel like he Man to you when you when you saw him did you, like wow. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And and you know, first first met him it was it was just in in, in regular everyday clothes right yeah. but even then you know i'm thinking wow you know yeah he looks just he's like massive he's like six foot what, six foot five isn't he
0: longer is He's six foot five i think he is six foot five six foot six second kind one of, or maybe six foot four yeah, yeah. he's yeah. over he's over six foot four anyway at least but yeah mm-hmm. imagine imagine him looking down at you as a kid and then of course <laughs> and and so so who'd you meet after that then so that was day one can you remember the individual days
1: oh the rest of it the rest of it is is kind of a blur um I, I I remember early on having to go for costume fitting so that was uh somewhere else but there's some there's some good pictures my dad was allowed to take pictures there of, of the costume fitting that was on the second or third day um that we were there so uh that that took a little while I remember going into the going into a, a dressing room and having to put on this burlap dress and being absolutely mortified because it was a, a girl's, you know, burlap dress and uh just just being being mortified by that. But then to see, you know, what what that became as part of the as part of the costume but there are some pictures of me in this burlap dress, and I remember not being happy about my dad taking those. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah there it is. There <laughs> that's it, it is. that's
0: it. There. Look at look at that old ashtray in the corner as well.
1: How <laughs> oh, how eighties <how laughs> <80s> is that? <laughs> yeah. Imagine before those other layers started to uh, started to come together, right? It's just a dress underneath all that, but um but yeah that was that was somewhere else and that took quite a while that looks that like a hotel room wrong.
0: or something maybe
1: mhm yeah and then uh you know they did um they they did send us uh, like i said we got to go to disneyland for a day They got us tickets to go visit the Queen Mary, which was which was neat. So my my dad, when he was a a baby, uh, came to America on the Queen Mary and now it's docked out there. Right. So that was amazing for us to to go be able to do that while we were out there. They let us, you know, got us tickets to go tour the Queen Mary and and we did all kinds of, of other things you know went to Santa Monica spent some time at the beach so we weren't uh you know we weren't there on set the entire time they they sent us all over the place um sure. but uh yeah I don't I don't remember kind of the day-by-day breakdown from there
0: yeah yeah, yeah. of course at that age as well you know everything's mm-hmm. gonna be a little bit blurry and you're so excited I mean what were you legit excited were you like freaking out
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I do remember just the the whole thing, you know, the whole thing being absolutely uh, overwhelming. And and, I I mentioned just being so annoyed that I had to sit there in class all day. Right. Just wanting to wanting to explore. Yeah. uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, and 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 leading from that, did you did you did you have any moment at all to get to have a little wander around? Because you obviously you weren't around the throne room and things like. That. Did you have a little wander around the throne room? Because that's quite was actually one of the one of the largest sets uh, ever built by that by that stage in Hollywood, as, uh, as far as I went They And boast of that one, am I right, John? That it was one of the largest indoor sets ever, wasn't it?
2: That- it was. Yeah, they actually uh, it was basically two large rooms combined into one. Um, they mentioned uh, about how they broke down the the middle of it to make this this huge studio, and uh, they had a lot of people coming in to check it out because it was so big. Even Michael Jackson uh, went there one day on the set to check it out.
0: Wow! Really, crikey! Wow. Well, I mean, it is because it is an impressive set. I always thought the lighting should have been a little bit different on that set. I thought it should be a little bit more murky and a bit darker because it's very it's very garish and very um, you know, very 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 saturated. As as, mm-hmm. as 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 a film said but yeah richard did, so did did you have any chance to wander all and did you i mean w- did, can, if you look down wh- where are those skulls there are those skulls painted on the ones that, like on, on the bridge you know you, there's the big platform and then you can look down there's like was because it was raised wasn't it
1: yeah, yeah, we spent we spent a ton of time. My whole family on on the main set. In fact, most of the most of the pictures, um, you know, the ones that you shared and where you see us, you mm-hmm. know, meeting meeting everybody. That's that's where the bulk of that took place. Um, so I do remember there being there being a we spent a ton of time there um, early on. One of the things I remember is uh, I, I never got to meet Chelsea Field. I mo-, I mo I met most everyone, but I didn't get to meet her. But I did see her off in the distance, and uh, they were they were practicing for uh the, the the stunt you know where they where they jump through the the portal to go to earth yeah, so um you know in the in the throne room there where they actually jump through, I watched them rehearsing that oh, um, wow. and, and and practicing those those that that jumping scene, and I remember them explaining that to me that. There will be a scene where they, you know, they transport to Earth, and and that's what they're practicing for. And then to to see that, you know, come alive in the in the in the film was pretty amazing because I remember watching them, you know, watching them rehearse that. So there was there was a lot of time um, on on set. Of course, you know, as an eight year old, I was enthralled with like, you know, right behind, and I remember this right behind the giant, uh, you know, statues there. It was was the food area where they had all the the food for all the oh really the oh yeah I just remember this like huge spread of food and you could basically have anything you wanted anytime you wanted behind the scenes there
0: so behind those huge instead <laughs> st- those gods of technology statues as they're mm-hmm. called that, the buffet area
1: <laughs> yeah that that was the food area back Absolutely. there I remember going yeah. right back there it was all the
0: food. <laughs> and they're indiv- and they they're individual sculpts as well those statues aren't they they're like big huge tall things because Dalt's got to push one over doesn't he like so, yeah. so would you would you have wandered because it's a huge long platform and stuff did you have a little wander around and on your own or were you always were you always ac- accompanied by someone did you have any chance? To... I'm trying to remember
1: i think we were i think we were always accompanied by by somebody we didn't yeah we didn't just get to wander wander freely um and uh, I, I remember there were times my, my, I don't know what my family was doing while I should ask, while, while I was uh, in school the whole time, I don't know what they were off doing, but there are times when I remember being alone and being, or not alone, but, you know, being accompanied yeah. uh, without my family and other times when my family was there, yeah. was there with me. But we did, we spent a, a good amount of time there in the, in the main
2: area. Oh, that must have been so amazing. John? Now Richard you talked a bit about uh what it was like being in the costume and getting it put together. What was it like wearing all that uh makeup?
1: Oh man, it was it was hours. It was hours. I, I uh, th- there's some pictures of me um getting getting fitted for the the mask. Um and it was hours of, of of sitting there in a chair. I, I remember them. Uh, they had to take a mold of my face wow. uh, to to actually build the mask. And then the the mask itself is is multiple pieces, so it it, it came together, you know, very very slowly. One thing I wish there were pictures of. Uh, my sister and I got to spend time with Billy Barty in his trailer. Oh in- wow! in full nice. in full costume <laughs> no full way yeah yeah and and i remember my 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 parents not being in there but just my sister and i being in there and and somebody else was with us but um talking with him and and i i so wish there were photos of of that but i remember him talking about how long the the makeup took and and at that point i knew i would be in a mask and him kind of warning me that it's going to take a long time and you got to be patient and it did it took forever um, to to get that to get that uh, that mask on, and then vividly I remember the agony of of taking it off. So whatever adhesive they used to um, to to for that thing to stick to my face, Ouch. my my face burned. I was on fire. I remember that night being back in the ho- hotel room after filming, and being oh, an no. absolute. Agony! My face is on fire. Oh, whenever... you poor dude! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I vividly remember that. It's funny now, but uh, yeah, at the time, not so much.
0: Oh my 'cause because i mean, it's a—it is a pretty decent suit, and because they got to glue it right up to your eye line as well, don't they? Like, they go right up in around your eyes as well to get all that makeup, because it's quite—it's quite flush on you, isn't there? There's not much, you know. Usually in, in mass you see the eyes are quite far back, and a little can cast a bit of shadow, and therefore
1: you can kind of hide. Some things, really mm-hmm. stuff, but yours. Are... Yeah, I don't think I don't think I could do that today. I mean, I got a bit of claustrophobia today. I I, I look at that and I go, I don't know how I, I don't know how I did that. But, <laughs>
0: yeah. uh... Well, you're you're just probably so excited and full of adrenaline, and, yeah. and you know, you just probably just muscled on through as kids do. You know, you probably grumbled Absolutely. and 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 moaned a bit and stuff, but you probably just managed to muscle on muscle on through. Okay. It because we're we're at this great picture now of you. Um, in that mask, of course, uh, and you're with, uh, I was going to save this to last, I'll say, actually no, we'll just, we'll just discuss now. I'm going to drop it on the timeline, and it's there. And it's this amazing shot of you, and obviously you're just, you're there getting your outfit on, and you're there in front of Frank Langella, and he seems to be, uh, be being very nice to you indeed. And he's in full skeletal
1: makeup! Yeah! Yeah, yeah. So this was this was during filming. So I, I had a little bit of a rough time during filming. We had to do it. We had to do it so many times. And and there's actually a lot more that was filmed than than what ended up in the in the final cut. Oh really? Um, yeah, yeah. There was there was more that was filmed. It was supposed to be a little bit a little bit longer scene. Um, but uh, you, you you see there um, in the picture just before I'm I'm holding the staff, and that was really tough. it was very important that when I when I because I walked on uh from from the left side and and I'm carrying the staff as he's you know walking in and he grabs the staff Mm for me and I could not keep the staff straight and it was really important that the staff be straight as I walked and it's sort of towering over me um and and you know one of the things whenever I do watch the film I haven't watched it in a while but I can't help but you know my eyes just zero in. You, you see the staff uh, you know, going across the screen as they're walking in and, and it is it is straight, but I remember having just a real heck of a time keeping that straight. And we had to do it so many times because I could not I, I just could not carry it straight. And I had to look I couldn't look up at it to make sure it was straight. I had to keep my eyes forward and I had to walk and hold that thing straight up. And I wanna say in that in that picture where he's talking to me, I, I I remember getting frustrated because we had to do it so many times Mm -hmm, and I kept mm -hmm. doing it wrong and I remember him, you know, doing some some kind of coaching with me at the time. Yeah, I that's exactly, exactly what like he what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there was a point where, um, you know, I, I wasn't getting it right, and and either I was getting frustrated or people were getting frustrated with me. And of I, course. And he was doing some doing some coaching uh, with me, and I'm pretty sure that's that's what's captured in that picture there, which was which is kind of neat. That's a wonderful
0: picture. Absolutely wonderful. I mean, yeah. Again, you are only what seven, eight.
1: Eight, eight years old. Yeah, yeah. I, and I met him, I met him a few times. I never met him out of, out of costume and makeup. No way. Um, Yeah, yeah. So I had no idea what he, what he looked like. I knew he (laughs) had been, I knew he had been Dracula, but you know, I wasn't allowed to see that. Um, and it wasn't until years later. There's a there's a great movie. Uh, I I just love it. It's called Dave.
0: Yes, uh, I've seen Ke-
1: Kevin Klein and Sigourney Weaver, and he plays kind of a villainous, you know, politician in yeah. that movie. And it wasn't it wasn't until I saw that movie, um, you know, probably is about ten years later that I actually you know knew knew what he looked like. You know, this was before before it was easy to just jump online and and you know look somebody up to see what see what they look like, right? Mm-hmm. So it was it was. Uh, when I saw Dave, I finally knew what what Frank Langella looked like.
0: <laughs> that's bloody brilliant, that is. That's pure. That's pure gold, Richard. That is. that I'll tell you. That's, that's absolutely, John. I'm 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 gonna flabbergast off and John, come on, help me out. Help me, me out, John.
2: Well, I think it's pretty cool that uh, you know, looking at those pictures, you can tell he's he's uh, he seems like a very kind man, even in the, uh, the Skeletor makeup. And uh, you know, if you're gonna get acting lessons, hey, Academy Award nominee, uh, yeah, right. right. <laughs> it's not too, not too bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: Yeah,
0: and he, and we, as we know, he famously, famously says this is his favorite role. It's the favorite role, the most favorite role he ever played. He absolutely, yeah. Lo- oh yeah, he said this. You'll see it in all the documentaries, and not even them. Um, Stockmitch is about massive years. So you see, in other interviews, he will say, "Oh, I played, um, I played Skeletor, and I, and I really enjoyed that." because he, he loved the idea yeah, because he could make up some of his own lines and things like that. He was really, 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 really enjoyed being that character and he says it's, it's still it's still one of his favourites to his day and he said he worked out for it and stuff and he, he managed to get himself in actual shape and, he, and then he was a little disappointed that they covered up his arms he said he, he worked out and he thought he could have a, and he had you can also see his lower uh, lower abdomen as well and he said I actually had a six pack And because I, I, the original design didn't have a, a material over over the body over the exposed parts of the body and he said I was he was quite annoyed that he uh, worked I think that might mean to be an electric boogaloo actually he mentioned that Actually, I think. I think again. You gotta watch Electric Boogaloo man. You got you gotta check it out. But yeah, that's yeah. that's that, that's an amazing photograph uh, with you and with Skeletor. And of course, um, the the other photograph that I sent you over there was uh, you actually holding the staff, and you seem to be holding doing a decent enough job of it there.
1: Yeah, that was that was practice. Yeah, there was a lot of practicing, and and uh, it was different. That 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 costume is is uh, is unbelievably heavy. So that that uh, cape, that hood, and that cape. Um, is like this really thick, heavy, and it's pulling at it
2: your neck
0: as well. Of course, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. So, so, um, yeah. Even I, I had the costume out uh, just just recently. I was looking at it again, and and still, I it, that 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 thing is unbelievably heavy. Um, and then you know, behind that behind that mask and and, uh, and the helmet, and so it was really hard to see. Um, but yeah, I do remember. I do remember struggling with the with the staff.
2: <laughs> now, you mentioned that uh they didn't give you the helmet. Did they give you any of the parts from the mask that you wore?
1: No, none of the mask
2: either. Yeah. I don't know
1: what happened to that. I'm guessing it probably just got, got trashed as they uh
2: Yeah, they, I I guess maybe it it's, it's latex appliances, right, that they glued yeah. on, so maybe it it would have just uh, you know. Well, as I
0: said, Martin's got Martin's got the Beastman yeah. mask over in Germany.
2: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: He's got the Beast, but all, all the hair falls out. The hair, like even Emiliano was like telling me that, like the hair of Beastman, you will touch it, like a bit of hair will just fall off. Him. <laughs> so,
2: it's, oh, and again, yeah, it's, and even the latex, like you can see, it's starting to disintegrate. Uh, you know, masks like that, they they're not meant to, to last, right? They're just really meant for the production. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, of course, we we know as well
0: that there was a, a previous Skeletor mask before that, wasn't there? There was another previous design. Line, which I believe ended up ended up in some shape or form onto Star Trek. Uh, yeah,
2: um, one of them. There's an episode where uh, Worf is in a... Holodeck. Uh, holodeck, and he's fighting a character with a skull mask, and that was uh, one of the original concept masks that they made for Skeletor. Mm, mm, and mm. it had it looked cool, but there was no expression. Like it would have just looked like a. You know, basically a Halloween mask with a moving jaw. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, and...
0: as a kid, it annoyed me what he looked like. You know, but I look back now, grown up, eyes is like, yeah, you just would not have gotten that kind of emotional performance if you didn't see his eyes. You needed to see his eyes. He does a lot with his eyes. If you again, I saw it on the big screen, and there's things he's doing with his eyes like there's a a pulse that he's able to do to his eyes it's quite quite intense and stuff
2: Amazing. oh yeah no he's a master of being able to you know work behind a mask and I, I think it's all the you know the years of theater training really shows in his performance and uh it, you know the skull mask it, it never really bothered me because even as a kid i thought you know oh it's like the emperor from star wars evil has changed the look of his face to look like a skull and that's kind of how i interpreted it i didn't think of it as you know it's supposed to be an actual skull head or whatever so yeah but that was my interpretation so
0: now you also got a couple of photographs with um uh whatchamacallit as well um you got a couple of photographs with kevin and julie as well uh, uh, uh robert duncan McNeil and courtney cox
1: so i met uh i met courtney cox i uh i i I did not uh meet kevin (sighs) um yeah, because yeah, there's a lovely
0: picture I, of you, Skeletor, and Courtney, isn't it? Is Isn't that right? I'm, I'm not. It's, I, that, that's, that's one
1: uh, it's Gary Gary Goddard and Courtney Cox, and oh, and, uh, and and I wish I remembered that. Like I have very little uh, recollection of of, of that. Um, and of course, obviously, you know, she's she's gone on to do a ton of a ton of other things. So I absolutely love that uh, that photo. But I don't have a, I don't have a really strong memory of of meeting her.
0: Oh yeah got and, and, and all right so the other pictures alright so it looks like one of the pictures that i i just did a quick search and uh we've got uh we got uh, a fun one of you and in uh, you're in full costume and it's uh one of you and he man in, He-Man in uh, when he's in his full uh battle battle mode as well is this obviously it's this big conflict with Skeletor towards the end of the movie and it's after obviously Skeletor it's when he's the whipping scene because that's that's basically where you show up you get to be on the whipping scene there Richard
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and it's uh, I, I I like that picture I know which one you're talking about because um, I, I did a I think I did a, a side-by-side I, I created um, is that, that almost that exact picture exists where we're in normal everyday clothes from when we first met and then you know there's another side by side yeah that's really cool costume, yes of course <laughs> which is pretty neat yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I'll, I'll post in the chat there there you go
1: there you go that's the one uh, yeah yeah i actually uh yeah i i uh i forget what was going on there there was there was some some news around uh uh, a new a new movie I don't know one of the you know millions of rumors about a new movie, and uh, at the time I kind of put that put that together um, and put it out on on twitter and I forget who was I forget who was being rumored at the time some one one of the guys from Twilight. Was, was being rumored to to play He Man and uh, and he actually ret- retweeted out that uh, that photograph there with the with the side by side images.
0: Oh yeah, good good stuff that one. I like that one. And then there is this other one, a famous one. Then of with it's an amazing shot of you uh, and Evelyn and Skeletor in full. I mean that's. That's the shot, man. I mean, that's the winner. That's the winner. I mean, that is. Just, I mean, the He-Man one is great because he's in. He's not wearing his harness on. It would have been, Did you get a shot of He-Man at all? in his in his harness, in his full battle gear, or was it always? Was it just that one?
1: I think it was just. It was just that one. Just yeah, that one just that one. But yeah, that that picture with Skeletor and Evil in, That's that is my absolute favorite. That's the one that made the local paper uh, after uh, after I got back. Uh, I mean, I, I remember we had to get, we had to get permission for the local paper to use that uh, back home. But yeah, that's, that's just everything. If if I, uh, if I could only choose one picture ever to take with me from the whole experience, that's the one.
0: Well, yeah, yeah that, that it does. that That is amazing. And again, what so what, yeah, so it all happened. I uh, will, I was going to do one more picture, which is not, it's taken a while to download, but I'm going to copy it over there anyway. It's the one of you and the evil warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go, look at you, and you get the whole blade sword, oh no, it's not blade sword, it's just a soul, one of the soldier swords, but you get to have Cargazer, at get his armor. you get Beastman and Zurad, you get a full gang there, that's a
1: great shot. Yeah, that would be my number two favorite photo, yeah, I've, I've just always loved the bad guys, I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, I, 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 love, I love the bad guys, and and. Uh, sadly, this is another thing I just I kind of don't uh, I, I don't remember a whole lot of this. I think a lot of this happened very early on. And you can see, actually, I'm in the I'm in the same uh, blue and white striped shirt in a lot of these photographs. Uh, and that was that yeah. was either the first or, or second day. So all of this stuff is happening right all at once on uh, very early on. When we first got there, and so um, you know, I think at that time I'm just really overwhelmed by uh, by by a lot of it. So I don't I don't remember a ton of it, um, but yeah, that is uh, that that is a, a killer photo. It's I love amazing that amazing
0: shots on the throne room. You got the big eye on the back. It's absolutely. Amazing.
1: And it's funny when you look at these too. Like, um, you know, you look at the look at the picture with with Skeletor and Evelyn, and, and Evelyn is clearly in full character mode, right? Oh yeah. But but uh, Frank Langella is kind of lean, leaning forward, right? <laughs> Almost, uh, you know, out of out of character. And you can see the same thing. You can see the same thing in the other photographs. You've got you've got you know Serad there, right, posing and 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 Blade and kind of full. Character, and then on the other side, you've got a, a almost a smiling car, <laughs> man, right? So well, car. when you when you look at these when you look at these photos, it's kind of it's kind of fun to to look at some of the details there and and uh, uh, and catch some of those things.
2: Absolutely awesome, brilliant. So so, how much time passed between when you filmed your scenes and the movie actually came out in the theater?
1: Uh, pretty sure we were there in November of '86. Um, and I guess I, the, the actual release date of the movie is probably something I should have in my memory, but, uh, but I, I'm, I'm always uh, surprised.
2: It would have been, uh, August. Yeah. Uh, 1987. Mm-hmm. Okay. August. So 87. Yes.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm nearly sure it was November, November of 86 that we were there doing, the doing the filming. So, so good. Nine, nine months later.
0: Nine months. That's that's not long to wait at all. That's that's pretty good. So, yeah. within that nine months, and so you you did it. You did your shoot, and the journey. Can you remember the journey back home after it all done and the adrenaline had sort of calming down? What was it? What was the aftermath like?
1: Yeah, you know they. How they was your actually... face, and by
0: the way? Did your face sort itself out?
1: <laughs> I think within within uh, within the next day or couple of days, it was it was better. Um yeah, you know, we kept we kept hearing from them over the over the next uh m- months. Um, you know, these these boxes would show up, boxes with toys showed up, you know, everything they had promised to send me, they they sent me. So that wow. was a shipment that 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 arrived, right? So I, I had these all these toys show up. Um then as as you know the uh the, the release date uh was set a big tube of of posters came. Um, you know all the there's there's kind of two main two main designs. I've got about ten of each of those still. in the in the tube they ship them in, but <gasps> all of the the original movie movie posters that came. Um, even the kind of promotional poster, uh, I have a few of those. it's it it looks like a more traditional he-man uh you know kind of standing with the silhouette and the moon skeletor in the background it says coming to earth in 1987 i have a few of those so these this big huge roll of, of posters <sighs> arrived and then um you know boxes arrived with photo albums of all the photos they had taken so no that way. that sh- that showed up and then um then the box with my costume arrived and then then more toys arrived because they were issuing the the figures um associated with the film, right So so the blade mm-hmm. and the Sarad and Gwildor figures boxes of those showed up and then as we got closer to the release of the the film, um they actually rented out an entire theater for uh, for my family. so we had a big uh, big party, and you know the local local theater was was rented out for us, so they really kind of kept in touch with us through, throughout that whole throughout that whole period. Stuff just kept showing up. It was great.
0: Wow. Mattel gave you the royal treatment there, didn't oh, they? Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Wow, they, did, Absolutely. They, they
0: did not shy away from them. Well done then. No. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Wow, and basically your life has just been dull since, hasn't it? <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of funny because uh, you know I I I didn't think much about it uh, honestly for years, and, and I want to say it was the DVD release of the of the film, the first first release on DVD uh, where where I got that and, and watched it with the with the. Uh, director's comments right uh, and and mm-hmm. thinking I remember watching I think wow, I wonder if he'll I wonder if he'll mention anything about me when he gets to that scene and sure enough you know his his commentary goes on well longer than the scene about some of the <laughs> some of the things that went on and that's the first time I learned a lot about some of the the <laughs> uh, the, the challenges that they that they faced and then of course with uh you know kind of the invention of of social media, um, you know, it's 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 taken on a, a whole new uh, whole new life of its own. Uh, I get you know a handful of people every year. I'll get a, a random message and hey, is this you? And so it's just, <laughs> it's kind of funny because you know all this all this time went by and it was just not a thing, right? And and uh, now all these years later, it, it kind of is what it is.
0: Well, it's 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 a brand that has seemed to endure, and you know, I think you know. Us fans can definitely raise our hand to to, to per being responsible for that e- easily, you know. We 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 know the fan community and stuff, and you know we've been mm-hmm. tied tied to the fan community for a very long time. Oh, I myself work on the brand on a professional basis. I'm an artist. So I w- I've I've worked for Mattel and all these other companies, and I've worked on in, worked in He-Man stuff many times. It's it's my absolute pride and joy. It's the thing that I love the actual most. Are you still a big fan yourself? Are you still a are you, are you looking? Have you are you are you a fan still?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I stopped collecting a while ago when, when the, when the new, um, you know, in the early 2000s when they reissued, um, I was, I had everything. Um, I was, I was all over it. I, I would spend an entire days driving around to stores, you know, hunting for, for figures. Um, and, uh, so I was, I was all in. I loved the, I loved the new cartoon series and, oh, and it was so thought good. it was great. Oh. Yeah. I, I just thought it was really, really well done. And then, you know, I, I, I absolutely got into the, when the, when they started doing the, the big, huge statues and the busts and, and I was, I was all in with that. And then, uh, yeah, then it got to be, you know, it got to be a big month, uh, a bit much, you know, I love, I love Disney and superheroes and all that other stuff. Yeah. And it was kind of just becoming a bit, uh, a bit overwhelming. And so I did, I did stop collecting, um, you know, at, at that time, and I've kept a few of my favorite things, but uh, over the years, I've have, have, uh, you know, kind of gotten rid of most of it. But I, I just, I love how it, I love how it endures. I don't know another, you know, that, I mean, there's a lot of brands that, that, that fans are so passionate about um but i love i love seeing the you know the rooms full of of toys and you know i'm i'm a member in a lot of the groups online and i love seeing the excitement and just how everything endures i'm ecstatic that that you know there there's a couple new series in the works and Mm -hmm. it just it's it's amazing how it it keeps coming back and it really endures um, like like nothing else. So yeah, I'm not actively you know collecting, but absolutely a fan, and I follow I follow everything, and and uh, I love it.
0: Did you get any of the? Of course, and just recently, uh, Super Seven released uh, the 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 movie ones. Did you see that the, uh, the movie He Man and Skeletor and God Skeletor?
1: I saw them, and they are absolutely gorgeous. Like <sighs> it just yeah, and and what. What some of the fans have done with the scenes that they've created and the photos that they've taken, someone at me it is fantastic
0: <laughs> I've taken a few cool food absolutely amazing food. Have you got yourself a set
1: I didn't. I didn't get a set. I think I found out about it a little bit too late somebody Somebody sent me a message and said, "Did you see these and and uh, <sighs> i missed missed the message and uh yeah.
2: Oh. I know you can. I know you can still buy the set from. Uh, I think it's called Big Bad Toys. In Big the Bad United Toy States. Store.
0: Big Bad Toy Store. You,
2: yeah, you can buy all four. It was uh, He-Man, Skeletor, Karg and God Skeletor. Uh-huh. Were, yeah. Yeah, that's probably something I should. I should
0: probably. Yeah, you, 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 you kind of need to do that, Richard. I mean, yeah. You, you, you owe it to yourself. <laughs> you owe so. it to I yourself. Do. For for any of our listeners who are out there feeling generous, give us a holler on that one. And uh, let's see if we can hook, hook Richard up at a Psykos <laughs> era. They are lovely figures, absolutely figures. Um, any any other final thoughts, Richard? John, any 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 more questions?
2: Well, you know, we we're just talking about the William Stout collection, and uh, you know, one character that William Stout did create and design was uh, Pig Boy. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm still I'm sure you're disappointed, Richard, that there's not a Pig Toy action figure out there um but i haven't given up hope yet i think someday there will be uh, an action figure made of your character's likeness so
1: i, I hope so that would be nice it would be it would be great i, I saw I mean, maybe a couple years ago now an online uh, petition going around you know petitioning for a, a pig boy action figure that would be pretty cool i did <laughs> see uh I've seen a couple custom, you know, creations that were were pretty darn impressive. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that would be that would be pretty amazing. Excellent, excellent.
0: Well, any any final thoughts, for Richard? I mean, how? I mean, you know, you you, you seem to get asked to conventions, and you said you've done a couple of interviews on, on this kind of thing. So it's it's probably something that's going to keep up because it's it's become a bit of a cult classic now. Masters of the Universe it is it is looked upon now as a bit of a cult classic. I always deemed it as like not. Not good enough to be a good movie, but not bad enough to be a cult classic. I always, I always, I always felt that way. But this, and bear in mind, I love it, but I'm just, you know, realistically speaking, it's not a great movie. You know, it's by, you know, by by critical standards
2: or, it's or whatnot. not. You know, it, it may not be the uh, the greatest movie in the history of cinema, but there's something about it. the The film has heart. It does that, in spades. Yeah. Speeds. yeah. And you just don't really see that, I find, in a lot of those kind of uh, 80s movies that were based on you know toys or video games. Even looking at the new movies, say, like Transformers uh, and G.I. Joe, I, when I compare them to He-Man, it, it, there's no comparison. I just feel that that old 80s film has a lot more heart.
0: It, it, no, it, it legit does. And it whizzes along at a nice pace. There's never a dull moment. It keeps your attention you know and again this uh, this is coming from someone who's seen it in a theater with a bunch of other people with my partner who has you know we're you know we're talking about a very intelligent she's way smarter than i am and you know she 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 does not like silly stupid movies and you know, she took a long time to come around to flash gordon for instance Took a long time, and eventually, I think over 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 the years, she 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 has come to absolutely think that yeah, I get what you see in it now. It's it's quite fun because it's 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 comparing it to other movies now. It's like you you don't get movies like that anymore. And I'm now happy. You know, I never thought I would ever do that, but I'm now able to put Mass Universe in that same camp as Flash Gordon, as a as a movie that has a certain feel to it. But even but there's 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 pure of heart to masses of the universe the motion picture that I really 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 saw when, when I just had seen it uh, ju- just six months ago in the theatre and, and uh, seeing people's reactions to it was absolute joy and I think you know Richard it's pretty pretty cool to be part of a an, uh, kind of a cool movie like that and oh had we only gotten a sequel, although thankfully we maybe we avoided getting a sequel because the, the two gangster boys were going to do a sequel with the surfer, Laird Hamilton. So we kind of dodged the bullet there that we actually didn't get a sequel, in my opinion, even though Skullward <laughs> does. And uh-uh. as far as I'm aware, that is one of the most earliest po- post-credits things, isn't it?
2: It is, yeah. It's, uh, you don't really see that in 80s or 90s movies with... Uh... Uh, the end credit, like you see, you know, in the Marvel films today, mm. uh, you know, now everyone stays at the end of the film to to see what's going to happen at the end for the next film. Um, but with movies back then, you didn't see it. And um, I remember, you know, I I left the theater when the credits started, and um, one day, I think it was a few months later when it came on VHS, I had it playing, and I went into the back room while the the credits were still going on, and suddenly I heard. Skeletor's booming voice I'll be back and I was like what and I ran <laughs> to the other wanting to see what just happened <laughs> I couldn't believe it you know and it was like wow it's awesome they're going to make a sequel it's going to be the best film ever and...
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, never, did. we never, never got that sequel well there you go well it's been an absolute joy having you on Richard any any final thoughts any I mean you, you were just I think I've covered the final thoughts thing though, haven't I really
1: yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it, it it is, uh, it, it's always, it's amazing to me, um, you know, how, how what, what the film has, what the film has become and how, how passionate people are. I love, I love, uh, you know, how, how a lot, you know, people will tell me that, you know, oh, I, I used to watch this all the time when I was a kid and I still love to watch it when it comes on and, and I even love to read how passionately people hate it, you know, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's, 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 uh, <laughs> That's fun too you know there's there's something there's something special uh when it can generate that much uh anger in somebody too right so uh it's just it's uh it's it's cool it's fun fun to talk about every every opportunity I get to you know revisit the experience um you know things things come back to me things uh things that I remember that um you know I haven't talked about before, so it's uh thanks for the opportunity to to revisit it again
0: oh most welcome man it's been a delight having you on man you got to get yourself some figures, Richard Sponder.
1: I will, I you, will. You, you, yeah.
0: you need to do well. Richard Sponder, a.k.a. Pig Boy from Masters of the motion picture. The man who had trouble holding Skeletor staff but managed to do it. It's the Havoc <laughs> staff, man. That thing is evil as hell. No wonder he was falling all over the place. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Richard. It's been an absolutely delight. John, thanks for being my co-pilot today, man. We'll hopefully have get you back on again. Oh, for sure, definitely. Excellent, Richard. Thanks so much again. Listeners, uh, you can f- uh, go to uh, Facebook and uh, follow us on Battlecast, the Battlecast official Facebook page, where we've got all the pictures we're talking about on the screen. You can see what Richard has, has, has been uh, talking about all, all the way to this very, very, very fun episode. Of Battlecast. Thank you very much indeed for joining us both. Gentlemen. Richard, once again, thank you so much. Not...
2: Good journey, everyone.
0: Good journey, everyone.